baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tallest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Good for a Weekend. I'm Cressy. And I'm Allie. And you're listening to an individually recorded episode where one of us has some thoughts to share, and they aren't quite long enough for a full-blown episode. Yes, we're working on our regular length episodes, but had something to say in the meantime. So, without further ado, welcome to I Did Something Cressy. Hello, everyone. Welcome. We have a special guest on today's episode. We have our first returning guest, actually. It is none other than Friends of the Pod, MK, aka MKitty, aka Mary Catherine. You guys know Mary Catherine. I mention MK quite often. We've been to two Taylor Swift concerts together. We went to high school together. We can talk about Taylor Swift for literally hours. And we're glad to have you back, MK. How are you? Thank you. I'm actually so excited. I didn't think I would get invited back, but (laughs) I'm really happy now. So I'm excited. I'm ready to talk about what we have to talk about today. Yeah, if you have not heard MK's voice before, you can go back and listen to our Revisiting Bleachella episode. That was MK's voice debut on the pod. Yeah, I didn't like it. I do not like hearing my voice. Oh? I don't know how you do this all the time. It was kind of horrible and scary. (laughs) It gets easier. It does, especially when you have to edit it and just listen to the same sentence 12 times. It gets a lot easier. And I feel like I've lowered my voice an entire octave from podcasting. Yeah. And I don't know if that's like fighting the patriarchy or like very girl boss of me, but here we are. No, I think that's what I need to do after hearing the Bleachella episode. I was like, (laughs) oh my God, I'm shrill. (laughs) But also, okay, did you realize today, did your iPhone let you know that it's today is our anniversary of Reputation Tour? No. Wow, that's so special. Yes, I got so many memories. How many years ago? Um, Three. Wow. Yeah. I remember it like it was yesterday. We got lost after. Yes. Yeah, I got so many. Like, the iPhone told me I have a time hop still, which is embarrassing, but I'm, like, really committed to the streak I have with it. It's, like, thousands of days. And Snapchat told me, too, on my mems. A special moment. But anyway, let's talk about... Our topic today. So MK and I are going to be ranking Taylor's exes, our top eight. We're going to start with our eights and go all the way to the top. And we do not know each other's list. So we're going to be revealing this to each other for the first time. I have a feeling I'm just going to take a wild uh, estimation. I have a feeling our bottom and top are the same. But I think our middles are going to be all jumbled up. You think that. But... You're actually, there's, I have a wild card out there, so. I have a controversial uh, member of my top three, too, so. Oh, mine is fully controversial. You're going to be mad at me when you hear this, but I have good explanations, so. Okay, so let's start with our number eight on the list. Who is your number eight? MK. This is the controversial opinion. My number eight is Calvin Harris. Okay, my number eight is John Mayer. So why don't you go first and explain Calvin as your number eight? 
Okay, so I feel like to explain Calvin is my number eight, I have to explain John Mayer's number seven. Sorry to jump ahead. Okay. But the only reason, because they obviously are the bottom two, I feel like, but the only reason I would put John Mayer above Calvin is separating the artist from the art. I like John Mayer's music better. It is good. No one can say it's not. It just is. Okay. And that is why I hate them both. They're both horrible. They were horrible to Taylor. But for me, Calvin Harris was more vocal about it like in the media and his music is not good EDM is not my thing so I mean some people might say he's amazing but I just wouldn't know because I don't like EDM so um, okay and I have more to say about Calvin but that is specifically why because I knew you would need an explanation on why he's below John yeah um, yeah I I will say I had John I actually had John Mayer higher on my list but as I was working on this he kept getting nudged to the bottom and the bottom and the bottom I was like wait he's actually the worst I think I started with him like towards the bottom but a lot higher I think I put him around six at first but then I I, I dove in and I just I, I just think he's a man child I think it's gross that Taylor was 19 and he was 31. And just for a refresher for everyone, they dated around December 2009 to February 2010. He is horrible. And I'm like, I totally understand why he's your bottom choice. Um, When I wrote, like, I knew that I wasn't going to put him at the very bottom just because I like his music a lot. Like, I don't know. I do. And I still listen to John Mayer and I've really grappled with this on the podcast. You guys know this. I still listen to his music. I think Paper Dolls is an excellent song. Sorry, Taylor. It's such a good song. His cover of XO by Beyonce. Oh, yeah, I have that saved. Not even on a playlist. Actually saved. It's one of my liked songs on Spotify. so good yeah um but yeah so but specifically about Calvin Harris obviously we all hate him but when I um when I wrote his name I just wrote if he spins my change then he had it coming um so Mm. he has it coming and I just like I don't like his music um I just feel like he was really horrible to her and then she bleach hellaed and I mean, technically, they were still dating, but she basically left him at that point. So, ha. Yeah. And dated two consecutively hotter (laughs) men than him. So, suck it. Yeah. Yeah. That's just how I feel. I also just want to add, before anyone comes at us for discussing her ex-lovers, we are doing this to objectify men. And I think they all deserve to be objectified. I'm sorry. If he spins my change, then he had it coming. That is like the female species to the male species. Yeah. They have spent our change for far too long and they have it coming. We have spent our entire lives, MK, as women being objectified. And we're going to spend the next half hour objectifying eight men and it's fine. And it is not even going (laughs) to be like a grain of sand on the beach of how Taylor has been objectified in her life. Yeah. So. This is feminism right here. I'm sure she would love it. Okay, so let's get to our number seven, unless you have any more thoughts about Calvin that you would like to share. Um, no, just you. <laughs> okay, so my number seven is Connor Kennedy. No. <laughs> and I'll go ahead and explain, since we already know you're number seven. So for starters, he spells his name C-O-N-O-R, and I think that's stupid. Do you think there should be two N's? Is that the issue? Yeah, I think it's done with one N. Okay. It's, it's like the word honor. It, yeah, it looks like... You know, then it yeah. should be Connor. Yeah, or like Connor. Yeah, I think it's dumb. Um, just for a refresher, Connor and Taylor dated for two months in 2012 <laughs> when Taylor was 23 and Connor was still in high school. <laughs> he was 18 at the time. That also is a factor in why he is so low because they dated for such a short amount of time and the age gap... I think it's weird. Um... I have some fun facts about Connor and their relationship. Would you like to hear them, MK? Yeah, I would. <laughs> so he is the grandson of Robert F. Kennedy, RFK. And when he and Taylor started dating, he was actually going through a really rough time in his life. I don't know if you know this, but his mom, Mary, actually tragically ended her life just a few months prior to them dating. Oh my gosh. I did not know that. I don't really know anything about this relationship, mm-hmm. to be honest. Me neither. That's why I have, like, 
three whole paragraphs about this and everyone else has like one sentence because I feel like no one knows anything about it. So buckle up. Okay, I just can't get past the age thing. Like I'm 23 and if I like I get scared of like the sophomores in college that I'm at right now. Like, yeah, I'm afraid of 21 year olds. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think if you're freshly 21, you're still too young. (laughs) They're terrifying. You have to age a little bit. But anyway, um. When they started dating, his dad apparently saw Taylor as a good distraction for Connor since he was going through a terrible loss, you know. Um, his uncle was apparently very wary of their relationship and did not hide it. And while they were together, they crashed a wedding. Did you know this, MK? I did know that, I think, actually, yeah. But there are two very differing accounts of what happened on that day. So I'll have a link to the source on our website so you guys can read it for yourself since I will be um, spouting out a lot of allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But apparently, Connor texted Vicky Gifford Kennedy to ask if he and Taylor could go to her daughter Kyle's wedding about an hour before it started. He didn't RSVP or anything. Her mom said no because Taylor being there would distract from the bride's big day and kind of upstage her. They showed up anyway. And apparently, Vicky asked Taylor to leave and said Taylor, quote, seemed to look right past me, end quote, like ignored her. And according to the book The Kennedy Heirs, later that night, Taylor and Connor argued about it because Taylor didn't know she wasn't welcome there. Apparently, Kathy Lee Gifford confirmed this story on the Today Show, which is so weird to me and so random that we all know this because this was confirmed on the Today Show. And this is what caused Taylor's reps to make a statement about it. And apparently they strongly denied the entire story saying, quote, there's no truth to that. Taylor was invited to the wedding and the bride thanked her profusely for being there, end quote. Hmm. But she was asked to leave a wedding. Okay, so I'm going to assume that Connor told her like, oh, no, it's fine. And then when that woman was Mm -hmm. like, please leave like I'm sure she wasn't like looking past her in a real way she was probably just extremely shocked and like mortified yeah I and y'all can read on to the links I have in the sources on our website if you do read on it explains I think it was Taylor's rep that explained it or maybe it was Taylor herself but it was like later explained that like Taylor had just walked into the room that was a crowd and anytime she walks into like a crowded area it's like a whole thing with her and she kind of spaces out for a second and that was when she was asked to leave and she was just like so confused yeah (laughs) because obviously everyone was staring at her and then she didn't know how to react and that was the explanation but again who knows how true this is and she was probably told that she's allowed to be there yep (sighs) so that is also why Connor is so low on my list because Do you know what this reminds me of, MK? The iconic scene in The Princess Diaries when Anne Hathaway's character is tricked by the cute guy. Do you know what? Have you seen that movie in a a minute? Yeah. You know when he's like, oh, come come over here. We'll be safe from the paparazzi. Like, we'll be safe. And then they kiss. And and then it's like revealed that paparazzi were camping out. Yeah. Like, like it was done for attention. And I feel like Connor wanted it to be like a thing that he went to a wedding with taylor swift and i'm sure the bride was like happy to meet her and stuff and i'm sure the bride wasn't thinking about her being upstaged but the mom was like looking out for her yeah daughter and being like don't upstage her on her wedding so i'm sure it was just like a really big weird miscommunication not to like assume taylor's perfect in every way she could have like totally Mm -hmm. messed that up i don't know but that's just what i would yeah assume is that it's a misunderstanding yeah. And I feel like Connor just put her in a really uncomfortable position. Yes, for sure. Yeah, that's awkward. So what is Connor up to today? <laughs> in December of 2016, he was arrested in Aspen, Colorado for disorderly conduct because he got into a bar fight, according to his father. Okay, y'all. I I I want this to be true, but I don't think it is. I think his dad like just said this to make it seem okay. So according to his father, Connor was defending a gay friend who was being (laughs) called homophobic slurs. That's why he got in a fight. That's not funny, but it's funny because that's (laughs) just like the most perfect way to be like, I got in a bar fight because I'm not homophobic. (laughs) Like, okay. Yeah. Um, 
According to the cut, he, as in Connor, apparently asked a group of men to apologize after they used a homophobic slur. And while a couple of them did, about an hour later, they started using the slur again, which is what prompted the fight. He then received a six-month deferred sentence plus a $500 fine and also had to write a letter of apology to the victim. And because he had to write a letter of apology, that's why I feel like it's fake that he was, like, defending a gay friend. Huh. Um, I hope that's true. That would be, like, nice. Yeah. But that's a little convenient that that's the situation. As of June 2021, he is apparently dating Ava Dash, an Instagram influencer. And that's what's up with Connor Kennedy. Interesting. Anyway, that is why he is at my number seven. Okay. I can. T- I could talk a little bit about John Mayer. I said plot twist. I know that. <laughs> um, that John Mayer is not last, but, you know, I had to separate the artist from the art. Also, he's gotten kind of funny on TikTok. Like, I don't know if he's... He's probably not changed as a person, but he's being a little silly on TikTok, so... I don't know. I just think he's a little better than Calvin in, like, certain ways. I do feel like I need to admit a dream I had about John Mayer recently. Okay. It was after... (laughs) It was after whatever episode it was that I put him on blast, and I was like, if he ever comes to Atlanta, I'm fighting him. On site. I don't remember what episode that was. But I had a dream that he was coming on to me somewhere, like, somewhere in Atlanta, and he was hitting on me, and I was like... John, I literally have it on record that I want to fight you. Like, I cannot. Like, you need to, like, go away. And to make a long story short, he convinced me. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Gasp. (laughs) He had a a lot of persuasion. And I was like, all right, you make some good points, John. John. And that was the dream. He is pretty hot. And also, like, an enemies to lover arc is just always hot. So. Yeah. Checks all my boxes. Okay. All right, what's your number six? I was very shocked by Connor Kennedy, so I feel like this list is going to be a wild ride, to be honest. So my number six is Joe Jonas. Bro, oh my god. Our lists are so different. So he's, okay, so I need to clarify, he's actually tied with with my number five. And I was going back and forth because I feel like Joe kind of deserves a middle slot on this list. okay. Because they're friends now, still. They're still friends. And then what separated him between my number five is that I'm not going to reveal it yet because I'm a woman of mystery, but my number five hasn't, like, slut-shamed Taylor in interviews, like, years after they dated, and he also didn't break up with Taylor over a 27-second phone call and then wrote, like, a MySpace post about it, blasting Taylor and... He wasn't as messy. That's all I'm going to say. But just a refresher, uh, Taylor and Joe Jonas dated from July to October 2008. So this was a very short relationship. And apparently, Joe broke up with Taylor over a 27-second phone call. Okay. Can I defend my boy Joe for like half a second? Yes, of course. And I, before you do that, I would like to remind the audience, remind the culture that Joe is my favorite Jonas brother. I would risk it all for him. I love Joe Jonas. Um, Me as well. And I'm not going to reveal where he is on my list, but I will say, um, they were young. Oh, yeah. And they dated. Dated is so loose because if this were in my life, I would not have ever used the word dated for a couple months when I was in my teens. I would have said, we talked. They they talked. And I Mm -hmm. feel like she was a little dramatic about it ending also in the media. Totally. And like, yeah, I guess she deserved better than a 27 second phone call. But also like, maybe she was like a little bit of a clinger. Like it just wasn't that deep. And he was like, okay, this needs to stop. You know, I think they both made it a bigger deal than it was. Yeah. And I but I think that he probably made it a bigger deal afterwards, in response to her making it a big deal. So I like kind of almost understand where he's coming from. So that's why I would say, like, that's probably why he got petty. was because she got petty first, and it wasn't that deep to begin with. Yeah. And again, he is pretty much tied with my number five. He's just, like, a nudge lower. Okay. So what is your number six? Have you already said? No, my number six is Taylor Lautner. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're taking slightly different approaches. Mine are more about, like, the people. 
and not necessarily mm-hmm. how they treated Taylor or like how the relationship was. Um, I just think he's so fine. He's fine. Um, I hate Twilight. Uh, I think Twilight's creepy and he kind of gives me the creeps because of it because it's just so cringy and it's like, like it's, yeah. I don't know. Like I just feel like his existence gives me secondhand embarrassment and he's not like hot enough to be the way he is. <laughs> So, I don't know. Yes. He's just, like, so meh. And I would rather be heartbroken by someone that is, like, super hot and cool than have, like, a fine relationship that they had with someone who's, like, low-key embarrassing. Okay. I sound really shallow. But I just, like, don't like him that much, and he's not that hot. So, it's just, like, mm. Well, this is an interesting segue to my number five, Taylor, Taylor Lautner. Lautner. Yeah. I, I kind of figured that's who it would be. I I ranked him as number five because he's so unproblematic. I felt like he deserved like a safe middle slot because he just doesn't do things. Um, Taylor and Taylor dated in the fall of 2009 when he was 17 and Taylor was 19. Another age gap. They met on the set of Valentine's Day and their relationship ended by December 2009. So, um... Taylor Lautner has not acted since 2018. He's been really out of the spotlight for a minute. And even before then, he really hadn't done anything big in a while. And I I have him in a safe middle because what you said, he's just, he's kind of like a, a lukewarm glass of water. He didn't talk shit about Taylor. He seemed respectful. And back to December, it sounds like Taylor took blame for the relationship. He seemed like he seems like an okay person. Yeah. So I felt like he deserved a nice middle slot. I agree. And I like kind of feel bad for putting him low, but like again, I would rather have something dramatic with someone hot than something boring with someone like meh. You know? But yeah. also I randomly found I don't know how, somewhere in an Instagram rabbit hole, I found his Instagram lately and he is engaged to another girl named Taylor. Yes, Tay Dome. They have been together since 2018. Well, he has a thing for girls named Taylor, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. And he still follows Twinsies. He still follows Taylor Swift on Instagram, so I checked. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're cool. I I respect him. Yeah, we'll never know if she like keeps up with him cuz she doesn't follow anyone, but you know. Well, actually, while I was uh, brushing up on Taylor's exes and doing some light research, aka reading Wikipedia articles on all of these men, a year after they broke up, Taylor was asked in an interview something, it was like a game show kind of game, and she was like, who's someone you'll always have a crush on? And she said Taylor Lautner. And this was like a year after they dated. Aww. Well, she wanted him back. I think it's precious. We know she wanted him back yeah. after Back to December. And he stood up for himself, so good for you, Taylor Lautner. Yeah, unproblematic king. Yeah. Sorry I put you kind of low, buddy. Um, <laughs> okay, so that was your number five. Mm-hmm. Okay, my number five, Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Okay. I feel like that's such a good place to put him. Like, um, he's very attractive and cool. Um, I love his work. Love Zodiac. Uh, he's hot. And, yeah, I don't know. Who wouldn't want to date Jake Gyllenhaal? Um but I feel like, I mean, he wasn't, I don't know, like, I feel like he was kind of unproblematic, too. He clearly broke her heart because of, like, Red. But I don't know. I feel like he kind of flew under the radar other than that. And um, he doesn't give me, like, weird vibes as someone much older than her, like John Mayer did. So there's that. And, yeah, I don't know. He's just, like, he's middle of the road, but I wouldn't put him any higher because of Red and All Too Well. Um, Before I comment on your comments, I feel like I should go ahead and reveal my number four, Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, our lists aren't too weird in the middle there. Yeah. Pretty similar. Okay. Interesting. I think I had it, my uh, guess at the beginning was backwards. Our tail ends are different, but our middle parts are similar. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so why do I have him at four? Yeah. They were iconic. They were iconic. The pictures of them together in the park. The scarf and the maple latte. When I think of fall Taylor, I think of that Taylor. I want to try that maple latte so bad, Oh, gosh. (laughs) And I know he didn't show up to her birthday party. I know he's probably not that great, but you know what else? He's an excellent actor. He's hot. 
I would let him ruin my life. And he was in John Mulaney's Netflix special, Sack Lunch Kids. Yes. Which makes him top tier to me. Yes. Yeah. I He's so cool. Yeah, he's just, like, cool. Which checks out with the song, so when you think about him, he's just cool. Yeah. He's cool. Uh, but a refresher, I forgot to say this part. They dated from October 2010 and split by 2011, by the beginning of the year. And they were introduced to each other by Gwyneth Paltrow. They were set up by Gwyneth on, like, a dinner date. He was 29 and Taylor was 21. Okay. I thought the age gap was a little worse. It's not great, but it's not... At least they're both in the 20s. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. Feel like he's pretty much. I feel like at the time, especially, he's the only one on the list where he. It was like cool for her to be dating him, like he was more established than her for sure. Yeah, because he's a movie star. Yeah, at this, he's point. like an A-list celebrity. I agree. This was a very famous get for Taylor, and I'm proud of you, girly. Yeah, yeah. But there is there is a tweet. <laughs> there is a tweet. I don't know if you saw this, MK, and I'm going to totally butcher it, but um, there's a tweet that was like, I don't know how Taylor Swift dated Jake Gyllenhaal. He seems like he... <laughs> he, he seems like he barks during sex. Because <laughs> he's so weird. I, like, don't get those vibes. Like, I know he's weird, but... <laughs> But I love it, though. I love how weird he is. He's, like, he's like weird. But if you think about it, all serious actors are just, like, theater kids who made it. So. Yeah. He's, like, pretty. Yeah, he's definitely weird. But he made it. So he's cool now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nice. He's, he's weird on, like, like, a hot guy level. Yeah. He's hot enough to be weird. That is the difference between him and Taylor Swatner. Exactly. Jake Gyllenhaal is hot enough to be weird. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's a fine line. So what's your number four? My number four is Tom Hiddleston. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, Tommy boy. Tommy, Tommy. He deserved better, for sure. Um, he, yeah, he was dragged in the dirt, poor guy. Um, <laughs> but, like, he was just so innocent, and he treated her like such a queen like I feel like he's just a gentleman those are like the vibes I get and I don't know like he was just put in a really bad situation and I feel like you know like my thoughts on that if you listen to the Bleachella episode and also Getaway Car is my favorite song of all time so like every time I listen to it I think about him like physically driving a car and it's just kind of hot um yeah and I like love Marvel and Disney and stuff, so I'm into that, and, uh, yeah, but, I mean, oh, also, I wrote down, um, did you hear that TikTok sound? It got taken down because it was so, like, explicit, but it was him, like, talking really dirty. (laughs) No, what was he saying? How did I not hear this? I fully can't repeat what I heard. It was so, like, disgusting it was bad and i don't know why tell me and i'll beep it out i'll beep it out tell me i'll beep it out oh it was like it it was like awful i don't even remember i was like blushing and sweating alone in my room it was like (laughs) it it was just like i don't know (laughs) just like stuff that he would say like during yeah you should google it i don't even know where it came from it was just a tiktok trend to like keep the volume down on your tiktok but like listen to it while you made the TikTok and record your reaction. And then like when you post it, make it silent. And it it was like, I'm trying to think of the things he said, just, you know, the common like little, like, are you my little slut kind of stuff. And like, Oh my God. But it was like, it got (laughs) so much worse. It got so much worse. And I posted it and I was like, Oh my God, did Blondie hear this? Like I'm going to die. And like, I, and I call her Blondie now because of like TikTok trend where everyone calls her that. But just you know for anyone who's like not on tiktok yeah um but yeah it was like oh my i was literally like sweating it was so intense and i don't know where it was (laughs) from if he like did a movie with like this scene but oh my god it was a a wild ride but yeah that's my number four um honestly thinking back on it probably should have put him a little higher but the other ones are more like my personal opinion about like you know so Top three. Oh my god, I feel like oh 
Oh, I feel like I know what your number three is now, because, like, there's not many left. Okay, go ahead. Tell me why. My number three is Calvin Harris. Yeah. (laughs) MK just made a face. She just uh, physically repulsed her body. Yeah, my tongue came out of my mouth. I was... (laughs) So allow me to explain myself. So when Taylor and Calvin were dating, this was the first time we ever saw Taylor posting about a guy on her social media. And was, like, actually talking about him. And I ate it up. I I loved it. I loved them together. And obviously, my opinion of him has changed a lot. Now knowing what we know about their relationship and how it ended and how he reacted. But at the time, I just loved them so much. And they were so iconic. That's why he's so high on my list. Because I... This was the first relationship of Taylor's... That when they broke up, I was actually devastated. And you you can remember this time because I know I texted yes. you about it because I was actually devastated. So I was going to say, I also feel like in a nostalgic way, you really like that relationship because it was 1989 era. Um, and mm-hmm. that's like your whole vibe. So I feel like I understand if you're nostalgic about that time. Exactly. And... When they ended, we didn't know all the bad stuff yet. Yeah. So that's why I was so devastated. I I was obsessed with their vacation photos and their award show looks together. I would I would just love to see Taylor take a man to another award show. I mean, it's just iconic when she does. We also got a lot of paparazzi shots of Taylor around that time with him, which is probably another reason why I loved them so much because her streetwear during that time to me is top tier. The crop tops and the skater skirts. It was. Her streetwear is usually so bad, to be honest. But at that time, she was so in style. So, And all the pictures of her and Calvin, like, walking hand in hand in and out of restaurants and around LA. Just the most iconic looks. Um, And I also love that we got to see snippets of their relationship and her 73 questions with Vogue. Like, we saw the olive tree that Calvin planted for her for Christmas in her backyard. Like, that's fucking adorable. Yeah. And she said that was her favorite gift that she's ever gotten. Like, he planted her a tree. That is An olive tree. And olive trees are, like, they're famously impossible to kill. So that was, like, him saying, I'm in it, you know, even though he ended up sucking. I really loved that at the time. Do you think she, like, dug the tree up? (laughs) I was going to ask you that. Like, where is the tree? Because they're apparently, like, if you chop it down, like more like sprouts will pop up in its place. Oh my They're apparently gosh. famously hard to kill that I saw <laughs> in this research for this episode. That's kind of like a funny give too, because then yeah, like if you break up, it's like, well, you'll never get rid of me. So good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of love the pettiness of it. Yeah. I won't lie. Even though it probably wasn't petty at the time. And we also, in that same 73 questions with Vogue video, we see in the background a frame. It's a framed quote. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't recall, but I'm sure when you tell me, I'll remember. So it's this framed quote that says, quote, you have successfully buried yourself inside my head. February 26, 2015, end quote, which is the day that they met. Yeah. Like, that's adorable. That's really cute. Like, they had quotes that, like, each other said, like, framed in their homes. Like, I love that. Yeah, like, not even a picture. It's, like, a quote that they both love. That's so cool. That's, like, the kind of relationship I want. Yeah. Exactly. And neither of their names were on it. It just had the date. That's it. That's two twenty six fifteen. Yeah. And that is why I had to rank them so highly. Because I, uh, Allie knows this. Like, I, this was around the time that Allie and I met and I told her about this. I was like, have you seen uh, the quote that was in the background of 73 questions with Vogue? Did you see that? <laughs> like, I still think about it. So anyway. Yeah. Um, and just for a refresher, I should have said this at the top. They did it for 15 months between 2015 to 2016. That's her longest relationship besides her current one, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of good things about that relationship and I'm sure she learned a lot, but I feel like the most the coolest thing she's ever done is like just not release songs about him because she hates him so much she was just like you're not even getting like screen time no (laughs) yeah he he really burned a bridge with his tweets that we talked about on our bleachella episode for those who are unaware of calvin exploding oh and think about this if that if those were the tweets imagine like the texts 
Like, I'm sure he was, like, mean to her. He yeah. seems like the kind of guy that would, like, yell at her over text. Or even over, like, voicemail. Yeah. The voice note. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that was probably his move, to yeah, be honest, with like his kind of thick guy. accent. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay, wait, that was your number three? That was my number okay. three. I know it's controversial, but I had to put him in my top three because of just how much I love them when they were together. Yes. And we... We haven't seen that since him. We haven't had... I need her to start taking Joe to award shows, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway, who's your number three? Okay, my number three is Joe Jonas. Okay. Um, I'm a full Joe girl. I think he's so sexy. (laughs) Um, I've always loved Joe the most. I loved DNCE. Like, when we saw him live, he was so cool. Oh, my God. When he sang Kiss. Dude. Wow. I know. I rewatched that video all the he time. He was just so, like, suave and, like, cool. I don't know. Like, yeah. I feel like he's the most unironic, cool person, like, ever. I don't know. I just think he's so cool yeah. and, like, smooth and hot. So, yeah. And, I and like, he's kind of a social media troll now. Like, on TikTok, he's funny. And he gave us, like great songs out of the relationship um forever and always last kiss holy ground chef's kiss so i don't know he's cool and better than revenge <sighs> excellent that, mm, yeah it's yeah it's time we admit it it's a good I song love that song <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't know oh my god we have to talk about the picture of them I on the boat literally just about to say that with carly yes, I, like that was about to come out of my mouth yeah it was like notched in there for the yep. next thing to say wow would you like to describe the picture for the listeners who may not know um they're on a boat in paris paris i have no idea where they are it could be san francisco i'm, cra- I'm pretty sure it was paris or london <laughs> but i really want to say it was paris and it was like oh my gosh it was him and Gigi and carly and taylor and there was someone else Calvin. Okay, was it Calvin? And then like they were kind of coupled up, and then Carly it was, was like Taylor in the and Calvin. Yeah, she was just yeah. like in the middle. It, it's one of the weirdest photos that ever existed. It's just like it was so interesting, like seeing that many famous people together, and I don't know, they just looked like such a nice little group, and I don't know, it looked fun. I want to be on a boat. <laughs> okay, are we ready for number two? Yeah, my number two. Yeah. Honestly, that's fair. (laughs) They dated for a few months, starting in June 2016. We have talked about their relationship at length in multiple episodes. But uh, some of the reasons I ranked him at number two. Number one, Bleachella. I mean... Obviously. There you go. I I could end the list there. But continuing, 4th of July. The picture of Taylor on his lap, and he's, like, gripping that white wine glass. Hold on to the memories. They will hold on to you. And then they're next to Blake and Ryan. It's just an iconic photo. And all the pictures of them, like, making out and, like, him wearing the I Heart Tia shirt. Yeah, I love that he was, like, secure enough to put that shirt on, too. And, like, the way he tells the story, so. He also seems very unproblematic. Like, he just seems like a good person. He's a great actor. And I I knew when they started dating, I knew it wasn't going to end well. So that's why I wasn't upset when they broke up. Just because of how quickly it happened after Calvin. But that was a fun, fun ride while it lasted. Um, yeah, so it was it was just honestly a great relationship. And I feel bad for kind of putting him at number four now. Thinking about, like, talking it through, I feel like he's just such a great guy. <laughs> he deserved better. Okay, who is your number two? All right, my number two. I'm nervous. I feel like now, I feel like I was just trying to be quirky. Um, Connor and Kennedy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the child, the high schooler. Okay. I know, and I didn't think about that. I just remember, like, okay, obviously the Kennedys are just cool. Like, I know they're sketchy and stuff, but, like, they're just cool. They're, I don't know, they're, like, just so American and, like, royalty, and they're cool. And um, I just thought it was really cool that she was dating him. And at the time, too, like, her style was so just, like, 50s and like elegant and classy and just like the way she was I felt like it was a perfect fit for her to be like a wife of a political family and just like I don't know Mm -hmm. uphold their reputation and like I don't know I just thought they were so cool together like it made a lot of sense 
and I'm really not thinking about the um, age gap here, but, and also unpopular opinion, um, I really love Starlight. Yeah. I like love that song a lot. And I thought it was like really cool how she like told a story about their family in such a cute way. And it makes me really happy. I just think it's like a really cute song. So um, yeah, he's really up there for them just because like I have a fascination with the Kennedys. And I thought he was like kind of hot at the time. So I don't know. But I think it's just trying to be a little quirky putting him that high. MK is not like other girls. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to throw you off your rhythm. <laughs> well, it worked. After all of your <laughs> rankings so far, I've ended them with, I respect your decision. But with this one, I do not. Okay, I also <laughs> didn't know a lot about him. Okay, I had like, I know nothing about and his that's mom. Fair. And that's fair. That's fair. I probably knew about the age gap at some point, but not enough to like think about it when making this list. I just think the Kennedys are really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I also like want to know secrets. So I just... Like, if I had the opportunity, I would date a Kennedy just to, like, be in on it, you know? I wonder if Taylor learned any secrets. Well, she learned a lot about, I don't know, his family and stuff. She wrote that song. Okay. I understand your decision. I think, I, I just feel like it was a really iconic era of, like, a Kennedy and her and, like, her high-waisted bathing suits and, like... Mm-hmm. I just feel like Cape fit, Cod. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was, like, really New England and cool. Yeah. So now let's get to our number one. Um, we all know who it is. It looks like we have the same number one. There is no one in this world in their right mind who would not put this man at the top of their list. No one. Harry Styles. Harry Styles. I mean. I feel like that's all you have to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they dated late 2012 and ended early 2013. It was a quick relationship, but the most iconic it was so good. Um, also, like, I'm excluding the, well, mm, okay, I was going to say excluding much better. It's, like, the only songs that we've gotten from a man about Taylor, but Paper Dolls is really good, too. But I just love the songs Perfect and Two Ghosts. Perfect is so good. It's just so fun, and, like, it, it's so, like, nonchalant. It's just, it, like, matches style. I feel like perfectly like they're mm-hmm. the opposite of each other in their own like genres they're like a reflection of each other I mean um and then I love two ghosts so yeah so I've ranked him at number one and I, I have a bulleted list I, I'd like to read out um okay. number one two paper airplanes flying number two they are the hunters we are the foxes and that paparazzi shot of Taylor literally wearing the sweater with a fox on it mm-hmm. when they went to the zoo together. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, are we out of the woods yet? Uh, did they commit vehicular manslaughter together? They were yes. definitely at least in an accident together, and that's iconic. Vehicular manslaughter, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, number four, we never go out of style. Among the most iconic songs, every time I hear that song, it makes me feel like I'm like walking on a catwalk. It's that just song so... feels like butter in my ears. It's yes. so good. I think it's one of her best songs, just like sonically. Yeah, I think good. it's like a near perfect pop song. Yeah, I think if there was a class about pop songs, like style and blank space would be like should be in it. among the most perfect songs. And clean. Clean is another bob. And sty- like Harry Styles. I don't, I don't think we talk about this enough. His name is Harry Styles. She wrote a song called Style. It, it was Iconic so behavior. smart. And just, like, I loved the how, like, nonchalant they both were about it. Like, she was like, yeah, like, I've heard you've been kind of cheating on me, but, like, I've been there. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and they also do not talk shit about each other. No, they're so Harry has not nice. said one bad thing about her. And I oh just... My God. Yeah. Can't say that for all of Taylor's exes. And um, let's talk about when they recreated the scene from Dirty Dancing and he lifted her up. And yeah. that iconic, like, flip phone camera shot that we have of that. Yeah. Oh my god, That's it was great. so good. Okay, so I do have a little bit of a confession. Um, Actually, two juicy confessions for, about this. So, at the time of Haler. I think it is well known by you and a lot of my friends that I was deep into the One Direction fandom. 
um, I ran an Instagram stan account about One Direction. And, like, I spent all my time in that time period, like, on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram, just on One Direction fan pages. Like, I was, I loved One Direction. I love One Direction. So I'm a huge Harry Styles fan. Like, I I think I love him more than most people I know personally. Mm -hmm. So at the time, there were a few points where I genuinely, like, I genuinely stopped liking Taylor because I loved him so much. Oh my god, you pulled a Halsey. I was upset that they were dating because I loved him so I was so delusionally into this like oh my one direction gosh. thing. Yeah. You and pulled a Halsey. What does that mean? Wait, what? Halsey hated Taylor Swift because she was dating Harry Styles and she even wrote a song about it on her Tumblr and she would blog about how much she hated Taylor because she was with the love of her life. Harry. I actually remember this because I was in One Direction, like, uh, Tumblr. Yep. And so I found out, like, I saw that Halsey thing. And then when she got famous and someone was like, it's this girl with the Haler Hate song. Yeah. I was like, no, that's not that girl. That's so embarrassing. Yep. How could she get famous after that? <laughs> that <laughs> was her. Yeah. Yeah, I I was. And it, it didn't last long because even now I would say Taylor Swift is, like, I like I like her way more than Harry Styles. I just think she's more iconic and better. But like yeah, at the time I was so petty and delusional about my love for Harry and One Direction that I like was upset wow. with her. And Juicy Secret. Well, I two. remember. Oh, this might be number Wait. two. Go on. Okay, I got a paper airplane necklace, um, and I wore it for Harry because I loved him so much. And then when people would ask me why I was wearing a paper airplane necklace, because like no one else in our like, I feel like no one else in our high school was, like, really into famous people like I was. And um, yeah. and when people would ask me why I was wearing that, I would tell them it's because Taylor Swift had a paper airplane necklace. But I knew that he gave it to her and that I was really wearing it for Harry Styles, but I thought it was less embarrassing if I was wearing it for Taylor Swift. So that's what I told people. And that's... I remember the necklace. That's embarrassing for me because I was, like, <laughs> I, I couldn't even own my embarrassing moments. I was just, like... I couldn't even own that I liked Harry Styles, so I, like, told people it was yeah. for Taylor Swift because she was cool. And, like, being yeah. a One Direction stan was, like, not cool. So, yeah. yeah. So I used Taylor as a scapegoat. Oh, my God. I'm the worst. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> is that what you were going to so, say? No. This oh. is another memory, same time period, about Taylor. Oh, no. You were very adamant. We would argue about this. Um... That you thought their relationship was fake. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm wondering if you have admitted to yourself that they did, in fact, date. Um, post-1989, I think they did, in fact, date. <laughs> There's no way she could have made up that many songs. Y'all, we would argue in the yearbook room about this. Yeah. MK thought it was all fake and was like, Harry always gets into famous relationships when they have a new album coming out. It was a little sketch. That was your reasoning. <laughs> it was. Okay. But you have to think about the whole relationship. It was a little sketch. And, like, thinking back, like, it probably could have been set up as a PR stunt in the beginning. And then they really just liked each other and, like, fell in love or whatever. It was kept secret for so long, though. Yeah. I don't know. I And I, it was all really stimming from my jealousy because I wanted to be with Harry. <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah, I'll admit that that was probably wrong. And we've got to talk about them talking at the grammys this year oh yeah what do you think they talked about mk how long do you how long do you think they were talking probably only a few minutes so then i would guess honestly that it was very like platitudes like your album was great congratulations on all your success like i'm pretty sure it was just like that I don't think it was anything interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't like, can't believe we got away with that murder, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, hey, I've gotten better at driving. How's your chin? <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I am, like, a little embarrassed about the way I acted in 2013. <laughs> well, that's okay. That, that was eight years ago. Yeah. I was just sad. Like, I fully was so into it. I didn't believe, like, Louis Tomlinson has a baby, and I thought it was a fake baby for, like, years. 
Oh my god. Okay, that's a little much. Yeah, if you think Taylor Swift TikTok has bad conspiracy theories, don't get into the One Direction fandom because it'll suck you right in. And I, I went crazy. I thought it was a fake baby. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So, so honestly, me like not believing in Taylor was like the least of my crazy at the time. Anyway, let's wrap things up. Thank you, MK, for being on the show. Uh, my brain hurts now after all the hard thinking we did for this episode. But thank you so much for returning back to Good for a Weekend. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I, I like, loved talking about this. Um, I'm just so passionate about judging men. <laughs> and if people want to find you, MK, do you want to be found? Do you want to share any <laughs> socials or anything? Or do you want to, like, hide? Um, you know what? If you want to find me... Go to Cressy's Instagram and scroll to high school, and I'm somewhere in there, I'm sure. Yeah, just if go to my page. you don't delete your Instagram Cressy pictures, K. then yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, I don't really know why anyone would want to follow me. I'm not interesting, and I don't post about Taylor Swift, so <laughs> it's okay. I'll stay hidden. A mystery girl. All right. Well, if you want to find Good for a Weekend, you can find our website at gfaweekend.com. All of our sources for this episode will be on the blog post for this specific episode. We also have a Twitter and Instagram at GFA Weekend. We have a Discord. All of these links are in our show notes. If you want to find us, you can join the conversation and let us know your eight, your top eight rankings for Taylor's X's. Thank you, MK, again. Can you give us a G-Fall out to close the episode? Oh my gosh, my dream. Okay, well, thanks for having me, um, and G-Fall out. I never trust a narcissist, but they love me. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu.